My name's Will DeFries, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. On today's episode, we're going to talk about why you should be trimming the wicks on your scented candles, how to day drink without dying, and the importance of tuning others out. Oftentimes on Twitter, I will notify everyone that they should be trimming the wicks on their scented candles. It wasn't until I was asked at work the other day why you should actually be doing that. I don't preach too often. My thoughts on any given subject are no more important than anyone else's thoughts. How you live your life is how you live your life. But sometimes you have to put your foot down. As we learned in episode one of this very podcast, scented candles obviously play an important role in curing your weekly anxiety. Whether it's the flicker of the flame or the candle smell that replaces the stench of your booze sweats, the proper scented candle can put you into a mental state that feels more like you're at the Malfi Coast. What most people don't realize is that this ritual doesn't begin and end when you simply light your candle with a pair of matches that you stole from the bar the night before. Once you've acquired your candle, it's of the utmost importance that you take the proper steps to maintaining it. You have to let it burn for a certain amount of time, and obviously, you have to trim your wick. Most people, myself included, never realize that they're actually burning a candle the incorrect way, which brings us to that whole wick trimming thing. As trivial as it may sound, it's absolutely essential. Simply put, this small action actually makes for a cleaner burn with the candle. You don't get that flicker that you kind of, you know, feel romanticized about. A trimmed wick will not only reduce the flame, but it will also completely eliminate that gross smoky residue around the container. You know what I'm talking about. If you have a Yankee candle, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, it has just that ring of grossness. Like how your lungs probably feel after a bender because you, quote, only smoke when you're drunk. If we've learned anything from Instagram, it's that aesthetics rule the world. There's nothing worse than looking out over your couch at the TV and just seeing a gross container sitting right in front of you. A clean candle container not only makes your candle look better, but it gives you the peace of mind that your apartment isn't about to burn down because you didn't trim your wick. This will not only make your candle last longer, but it will be safer to burn for longer periods of time and stop you from having to re-up because you probably didn't want to spend $35 on a candle in the first place. And yes, they actually make wick trimmers. $6 on Amazon, but a possession that'll last a lifetime. Let's take a quick break. Goop. You've probably heard of them by now. If you haven't, you probably don't follow Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a newsletter, it's a retail site, a magazine, a clothing line, the works. And in true Gwyneth Paltrow form, it's a little hoity-toity. If you didn't already know, they've been criticized in the past for both their expensive products and their advocacy of ridiculous things like jade eggs and coffee enemas. I would not suggest Googling either. 
but today I'm actually going to compliment them. Not for their $200 leggings, but for their advice on how to day drink. Yes, Goop, the site that once suggested that you buy your mom a $200,000 trip for Mother's Day, is actually weighing in on something that's proven to be a leading cause of the scaries we encounter every single Sunday. Their advice somehow aligns perfectly with my advice. It's a strategy I've employed most recently at a bachelor party in Los Angeles. I woke up hungover, as you do on bachelor parties, and we went straight to a bar. The bar is kind of insufferable. If you've ever been to Los Angeles, you've probably heard of Bungalow. When I walked into Bungalow, I had one of the worst hangovers I've had in a long time. It was 11 in the morning, and I walked right up to the bar, and I ordered a Campari soda. If you don't know what Campari is, it's a low ABV alcohol that tastes a little bitter. I ordered it with olives per a friend's suggestion, a good suggestion I will add, and the bartender looked at me like I was absolutely insane. I just wanted a Campari and soda just to sip on while I nursed my hangover. It wasn't that much to ask. Sure enough, after one, I felt pretty good. After two, I felt back to normal. After three, I carried a good buzz, and after four, I felt perfect. The advice here is to go with a liquor with a little lower ABV than a traditional vodka, gin, or whiskey. Some people like to call them a weak cocktail. This is anything from about 17 proof to 25 proof. They're referred to as aperitifs, which you probably shouldn't say in a bar because you might get some weird looks, but these include Campari, Sherry, Lillet, all things that you've probably had in a cocktail but not as the centerpiece of your cocktail. The options are really endless. Not only will these cure your hangover, but they'll allow you to coast for hours without ever hitting that tipping point when you think you're too hammered. You always see someone when they're day drinking and you can just tell that they're feeling a little too good after feeling terrible. You don't get the blow to the beer or the headiness of a liquor. Rather, you get the longevity and peace of mind that you won't have a devastating hangover the next day because what you're drinking isn't actually that strong. Cheers. This Sunday, we're going to leave with some words from Mindy Kaling's recent commencement speech from her alma mater, Dartmouth. Leading up to this moment, she talked a lot about checklists that she made for herself in both college and post-grad. I know that I've always made a to-do list in order to figure out what I need to be doing in life, and sometimes it feels good to check off those things. For her, it became more of an obligation. When she fell short of her lofty goals, she didn't exactly feel good about herself. When she finally had the peace of mind to tell herself that it's all going to be okay, even if she didn't live up to those lofty goals, she finally had some peace of mind. Let's hear from her. But I wanted to leave you with this. I was not someone who should have the life I have now, and yet I do. I was sitting in the chair you are literally sitting in right now, and I just whispered, why not me? And I kept whispering it for 17 years, and here I am, someone that this school deemed worthy enough to speak to you at your commencement. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something, but especially not yourself. Go conquer the world. Just remember this. Why not you? You made it this far. As you anxiously scroll Instagram for the entirety of your Sunday night, keep in mind that you're only seeing what other people want you to see. Their vacations, the photos they hand chose out of a batch of 50 others that didn't make the cut, and heavily edited reminders to everyone that they're seemingly doing better than okay, which, honestly, they might not be. 
For too long, I would look at the lives of others and wonder why I wasn't as successful as them. It was debilitating, unhealthy, and honestly, it stunted my growth both personally and professionally. It's not until you realize your own capabilities that you can actually be happy and stop judging yourself based on others. Don't feel inferior. Don't feel threatened. Don't feel obligated. Go at your own pace, and I promise, everything else will fall by the wayside. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, review, or even tell a friend about this podcast. You can also follow along on Twitter, at Sunday Scaries, and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.